Well, here we are. It's officially episode one of the Thoughts for Sale podcast. Again, my name is Chris Wazilek. Thanks for listening. I'm real excited about today's topic. So to get things rolling with this podcast, I thought we would start off with something a little bit more lighthearted, but definitely something very relevant to myself and the family here. Uh, and probably relative to most families at this time of year. So it's it's summer now. And this goes back a little bit already because we took a spring break trip. And I want to talk about the modern day family road trip and what an experience that was. So with COVID the last couple of years, we really hadn't done any type of family vacations. Uh, Just because of health and safety protocols, because of also just lack of opportunities for places to be open. So you're going to have, you know, limited, either limited access or limited capacities. And again, the health and safety concerns in general were always a, a thing in the last two summers too. So we we saved our money. We stayed in. We didn't do anything too extravagant for sure. Uh, if we took any time, it was kind of a, the staycation variety. So pretty local to the central New York, upstate New York area where we live now. This year was going to be different. This year we decided we are going to go on a spring break trip. So I was going to take the week from work. Uh, Sophie's out of school, our oldest, and um, Ava, our middle child, she goes to nursery school. She'd have the week off. So great. We're going to do this. Take a week. Where are we going to go? So we decided to go to Myrtle Beach, which is a very common destination for a lot of folks up here in the north. It's a, it's drivable, right? So whether you're coming from central New York, further upstate New York, family in western New York, even Pennsylvania area, people will, I'm sure, go down. It's not that far to get down to Myrtle, extremely popular destination. Probably most people already re- realize that. So for us, it's about 12 hours. So, you know, number one, we're not going to be unrealistic. I'm not pulling the uh, all all day one time shot 12 hours you know i would i would maybe do that when i was younger maybe do that before kids or maybe i'll try to get when they're a little bit older but right now in the age they are six four and two we're not we're not pushing it so we we picked our destination we mapped it out my wife and i we said okay we're gonna we're gonna shoot for like this eight and a half hours on the way down give us only we'll stop for overnight at a hotel give us another four or so hours the next morning perfect same thing on the way back. We we actually ended up splitting it in reverse so we would have extra time the day we were leaving. Great, perfect. The first thing I realized, we took our first, when we took our first rest stop, the first thing I realized was I have no idea in the world how previous generations and our parents specifically ever did this without going insane. We were only 45 minutes from home. We were nowhere near outside of even New York State yet, let alone um, down to maybe even like Binghamton area, which is south of us here in Syracuse. And I was already at my wits end where, thank God, we have these amazing inventions nowadays like tablets. We, We decided at Christmas, I think it was just this past Christmas, uh, to invest and let the kids have tablets. We thought, okay, the older two, not not the youngest, the older two are of age where we think we can get away with allowing them to have tablets. It's the it's the Amazon kids version, so they're extremely secure in theory. Um, they, they really do seem to be if you're interested in one. So we felt safe. We got those them. Thank goodness we had them on this trip. 
uh, 45 minutes in and I, I, I wanted to turn right back around because there was there was nothing to entertain them and they're always used to having entertainment. Maybe that's the difference with this generation versus when we were kids. I don't know. But they had to have that tablet. Whether they were watching a show or playing one of the kids' games. And thank goodness the battery life lasts because we could get from stop to stop, take a break, and still have battery to get us through the rest of the day. Uh, again, I don't know how our parents. I mean, what, it, what they they literally. If you think back, if you if you're if you're in my age group, if you're anywhere you know thirty and older, and you think of your family vacations and any road trip, I mean, what what did we do? Look out the window, listen to music, talk. I mean, this is where that whole constant running joke of pick a sitcom or pick a cartoon show the whole are we there yet i mean our parents had to have absolutely be living that we're we got lucky with something like the technology of the tablet once they got settled in things got much smoother and much better and then it was just the constant stops for well i gotta go potty we just stopped 30 minutes ago yeah we gotta go potty again of course of course we do and of course you don't want an accident in the car like that's the last thing you want to do is have to be pulling the luggage down, grab an extra underwear or whatever. So of course you make the stop. But once we got running, it was it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Um, a little bit tough on the youngest one. The the extra fire we have is a little bit older. Battery doesn't hold quite as well as it should or used to, I should say. So the only option for her was to mount it on on the headrest and play you know, an age appropriate cartoon for, um, she's really big into cocoa melon. It's not that bad. Cocoa. It's just basically, they're just singing all types of silly nursery rhymes. It's really not that bad. That's the other thing that was beneficial. You know, they have headphones. We can have peace and quiet, even if it's for half an hour stint at a time. It is extremely, extremely nice to have the peace and quiet. So anyway, so we're doing this road trip. So that was the first thing that I wanted to share. And that's the observation. And I don't know what the future holds for you guys sale when you have kids, but if there's technology, and I'm sure it's only going to continue to advance, just just do it. It's worth it. It's worth your own sanity. It's one of those situations you take advantage of because you can. Don't feel bad about it, parents. Just just do it. Let them have the tablet. You know, make sure it's age appropriate stuff for sure. Make sure it's secure. But uh, it was a much more enjoyable ride once we had all three of them with something else to entertain them besides the music we were having and playing in the car, or you know, looking out the window. Or trying to let them like actually physically play with a toy, and I mean that 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 cracks me up too. Is they want to take a toy? They always want to take a toy in the car with them. Gotta grab a Barbie doll. I gotta grab uh, a stuffy. I gotta grab, you know, this this uh, tea set. Like a tea set. How are you gonna pretend playing tea when you're strapped into your seat in the car? It doesn't really work that well. So it always blows my mind that they want to do that. So yes, toys are cool. That's great. That'll entertain them for typically about three to five minutes and I'm not kidding and then that's going to get old because they can't get up and move right they can't go and pretend they're in tea party they can't really do much with the stuffy besides hold it so tablets complete complete blessing and, and savior for that route so we get down to Myrtle we're having a great vacation it's you know 2022 now the pandemic has literally been going on basically for two years Things are definitely more open so far from what I've seen this this spring and this summer than they were a year ago. So these are all good things. But it amazes me still to this point that it seems like so many places continue to be short-staffed. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one noticing this. 
So we took one of our rest stops, and I, I don't remember exactly where we were on the trip, which state we might have been in, but it doesn't really matter because everywhere we went, it was the same. Nobody empties their garbage cans anymore. I, I don't understand. It's 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 disturbing to a certain point, and it's it's absolutely disgusting to I mean, drive into the gas station, use the restroom. We always do try to respectfully buy something and, and be a good patron. You know, even if it's just a pack of gum, um, or if it's someplace we actually have to fill up with gas, and that's great too because we can just you know double dip there, fill up with gas, and use the restroom. But whether it's a gas station, a rest stop, a fast food joint, an actual sit-down restaurant, anywhere that had an outdoor garbage out front, it blew my mind over and over and over on this trip. Whether it was 9 in the morning or whether it was 8 o'clock at night, these garbage cans were overflowing with garbage. And that only leads me to believe that, again, it's short staff. Because the outside garbage can, if you're short staffed, no matter what your business is, right, that can't be top of mind. It can't be top priority. There, there's too many other things going on. We'll get to that on Tuesday, and here it is like Sunday. I mean, are you kidding me? But yeah, it's not going to be top of mind. But it just, it was amazing to me. Over and over, we saw that. We got to our hotel room. Like I said, we stayed halfway down in the hotel. And I, again, I don't know how much how, how much garbage does somebody really have that they're throwing out in that outside can must be enough that it's not being taken care of or it's not being taken care of and it's overflowing too even at the hotel and and it was a fairly nice hotel it was actually what they told me uh just recently opened it was um it was definitely a marriott brand because that's what we usually stay in because same one for work so i can get points so that's always a nice side benefit but um yeah they had a full garbage can nobody seemed to care and uh makes it tough when especially you have like i don't know a dirty diaper from your two-year-old we have these nice little plastic bags we carry with us to tie them up in they're fantastic i mean you can even buy them at like the dollar store highly recommend grabbing some of those if you're a parent still with a kid in diapers throw it in the bag tie it up it at least eliminates a lot of the odor but you still got to have a garbage can to throw it out in. And I'm walking with this can and that's when one of the ones I noticed it was over. I'm like, I can't even sneak this diaper in there somewhere. So now it was, okay, what do we do with this? I don't really want to take it inside the building. This was going to be nice and convenient outdoor garbage. Let it be out and breathe in the fresh air. Don't want to take it out and throw it out inside. I don't want to have to take it up to the room and have it potentially smell in there all night. That's not a good situation. So I, I, I literally dug through the garbage and, and made it fit. I mean, it was, again, a little bit disturbing and disgusting. So I don't know. Uh, anybody who might work in any type of service industry, if you happen to be listening to this, please make your outdoor garbage cans a higher priority. I know everyone's short-staffed, but it's got to it's gotta move up the priority list. It's such a bad It's such a bad look. You know, you're driving up, like I said, whether you're approaching a gas station, a fast food restaurant, because it was everywhere. It was it was outside the gas stations. It was outside the Wendy's. It was outside the hotels. It was everywhere. Someone's got to make that a bigger priority. It just, it's the front of your business as you're walking in. There's a garbage can overflowing with, and it's not your fault as the business, right? You're having that can there to service all of us. Sure, sure. It's not your fault necessarily that, it's, that people are, maybe even abusing the garbage can because that could be a situation where they're just throwing everything out of their car in there. 
but boy, does it look just terrible when you walk up and that thing is awful. And then, and then people don't know what to do too. That is clear because you know, there's a, there's a sensible part of you outside the diaper store that I just told, which I was desperate for sure. There's a sensible part of you that looks at that can. You, you go, so do I, do I really put this in there right now? Do I really? Wow. And then, and then you see other people that just gave up. They walked up to the can and they said, well, I mean, it's overflowing. I'm not, I'll just lay it next to the can. They'll pick it up. Yeah. But if it's 85 degrees outside and whatever you have that's garbage could potentially spoil and smell. And now you're just going to leave it on the curb next to the can. I mean, you are not helping that situation at all. You think you might be because you're like, oh, I'm not going to add to the pile of stuff that's overflowing. But you're, you're almost would be more courteous at that point to go find another can. Just just wait it out. Maybe the next place will have somebody that actually changed it. Uh, but it's it's unbelievable. I guess, I guess, Sal, I don't know what proper overflowing garbage can etiquette is. You might be on your own there. I don't know that there is any. But that just absolutely shocked me. And then the last thing that I wanted to share about our vacation experience that I've now seen, it feels like, over and over again, anywhere I've gone in the last six to 10 months. It just keeps popping up. Has anybody else noticed? And I don't know, girls, when you listen to this, if this will still be a thing or not. I I hope it goes away, but knowing the way society works, it's not going to go away. It's just going to keep expanding. Everywhere you go nowadays, do you notice you are asked to tip the person for what they just provided you in a service industry situation? Like, I am not anti-tipper. I am actually, I think, a very reasonable tipper. You know, Jess, Jess has done a great job, my wife Jessica, instilling in me to make sure we're always doing 20% at a restaurant. And if we and, it, and we're good about that. If we get great service, we'll go beyond. We're definitely those folks. Maybe we'll give you 30%. You know, whatever it is, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we, we try to tip at least fairly, if, if not tip well. But when I go to a sporting event and I'm in line at the beer concession for the guy that literally has, you know, the guy in the aisle, not actually up at the concession stand, which I wouldn't feel any different about those folks either. But we're talking about the guy in the aisle who all he has is the case uh, rolling cooler filled with ice, filled with beers in it. So you stand in line, you walk up to this guy, you pay him. In most places, it's card. That's why the tipping situation has become so easy to ask for. That is the key component is they are either encouraging cashless or because of the pandemic, they've just enforced cashless in a lot of places because, you know, not wanting to touch money and shared germs. That's all great. That's all great. That's all great things. That is good sanitary practice. I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I've been a person and so is my wife. We, we are not cash carriers. We have been card, card, card for a long time now, it feels like. I couldn't even tell you if it's been five or 10 years. And who knows, Sal, maybe by the time you're old enough to really be carrying around you know, monetary items, whether it's a card or cash, whatever it's going to be, maybe it'll be a chip implanted in your body somewhere and they'll just scan it off of you. That hits your bank account. Who knows where the technology is going to go. But anyway, this opens it up for the tip option. So here, here's the, and this is, this is the first one I'll use as the example because it just, it blows my mind that I'm getting asked to tip this person. Walking up to that line, they are literally handing me the tablet because of course it's just a, the, you know, type of square whichever product squares the one I think of item attached to a tablet swipe insert whatever it is and then it, it pops up and says please select your tip now they have done this in a very strategic way marketing folks have been very smart here it's not anymore I feel like 
going back a little bit, there was the first question. It was a would you like to tip yes or no? And if you then selected yes, you would be given some uh, pre populated options of let's say 10 15 20 percent or you can write in your own they're foregoing the question the question is gone folks and i don't know if you've seen this now it's just what would you like to tip and the amounts are right there there's no more there's no more given like the first primary question of yes or no let me opt out now there's still the option to opt out but it's hidden down in the corner of the screen so naturally your first your first reaction to that question and they're playing with our what they're playing with our minds here is oh well I just I have to pick a number right I'm gonna pick 20 percent I'm gonna tip this guy 15 percent 10 percent and I get it you know even on the super expensive sports beer a 20 uh, percent a tip on twelve dollars isn't gonna you know ruin my life but it's principle it's the principle here this gentleman is standing there or lady whoever it is they're standing there taking my card handing me the tablet i I basically am cashing myself out if you really think of it that way they hand me the machine they don't even do it themselves anymore they hand over the machine because of course you have to pick the tip so they hand over the machine you're doing that work while they literally crack open a beer for you in 90% of the, the venues I go to, they don't even offer you the cup anymore. You know, someplace it's a little bit like classy, though, although it's a plastic cup, but they're like, oh, would you like a, would you going to pour that into a cup for you? I mean, no, 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 no. They're just cracking the beer and handing it to you, and I got to pay him a tip for that. And then if I don't pay him a tip, am I, am I, am I the jerk? You know? Am I, am I the prick that doesn't pay the tip? So, of course, a lot of times I do it. I do it. I, I, I press, even if I press the lowest because I, you know, the principle of it, I have a hard time, like I said. But even if I press that lowest amount tip, I'm, I'm still a sucker. I still do it. But it's like when you really evaluate that, I mean, this this individual isn't making, I think part of what, what has a, a hard time for me is this individual isn't making, you know, whatever the, the lower wage is nowadays, because I, I honestly don't know. I haven't done my, my fact finding on this, but I know historically it's been a waitress or a waiter in a restaurant. They actually p- get paid less than minimum wage because the idea is they're going to be tipped hopefully well, and that's going to help supplement what the other individuals in a restaurant would be making as their normal minimum wage or above wage or whatever it might be. I mean, this person who's handing me this tablet, who is just cracking my beer and getting a 20% tip is not making under minimum wage. I am sure they're making even better than minimum wage and I'm still tipping them for that, that minimals. I, I just, you know, I'm probably being old man, get off my lawn. And I'll, I might use that saying from time to time, uh, girls, you, you might remember hearing me say that as you grow up, but I just, I just can't wrap my mind around this idea. So it's, you know, it's the beer venue, vendor guy. It's every single coffee shop I walk into, which, you know, if it's a if it's a bougie coffee shop and I'm ordering a latte and, and you know, you're really good barista and you make that latte like just perfect. Okay. All right. Maybe I can I can feel better about the fact I'm giving you a tip. But I'm I mean, two years ago, I'm not I'm not tipping that person. It wasn't a thing. Three years ago, that wasn't a thing at the at every coffee shop, every barista. But it's just it's everywhere we go. So it's it's the coffee shop. I mean, I seen it pop up at a fast food restaurant. Would you like to tip? I was like, no, I don't want to tip. I don't want to tip everywhere I go in life. Like, don't get me wrong. There there is something to be said about being thankful and being generous and giving to that person and thanking them for for what for what they're 
you know, offering here and what they did for you. But boy, the constant, everybody gets tipped. And, and I saw it over and over and over again. And that's why it fits into my vacation conversation here. You know, girls, as you grow up, you're going to have to make your own choice on that, on whether you want to tip everybody or not. Because like I said, I just, knowing society, this isn't going to go away. It's probably going to pop up in more places. More people are going to be carrying tablets. More people are going to hand them over to you with those pre-populated choices. How much would you like to tip? It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's almost unfair because they're they're definitely taking advantage of us on that on that part of it. But um yeah, that's my that's my little ramble on everybody's asking for a tip and everyone's getting a tip apparently nowadays for no matter what the service is that you're providing. Make sure you give a tip. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of the Thoughts for Sale podcast. And Sophie Avalia, Sal, remember, your mom and I are always proud of you. We always are here for you and we always love you. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at thoughts for sale and you can find us wherever you download your podcasts. Please subscribe, follow, or share. All right. Take it away, Sal. Thank you for listening to the thoughts for sale podcast with my daddy, Chris. Bye-bye.